spoons being bending. <laughs> and Hugo Weaving's massive forehead just continuing to expand and consume the entire screen. Yep. We are live. That was organic. With organic matter <laughs> on Hollywood. <laughs> that was nice. So we just start there. Yeah, I know, I before yeah, that, it was actually pretty good. It was a good starter, sequitur. It was like, yeah, you can tell we haven't done this in a long time. A little rusty. I'm I'm just pretty high, but uh, you know, they don't call me Clive Flurley. <laughs> Clive Flurley is his new name, folks. I think you'll remember that back in season whatever in Pine Hollywood, we don't really have seasons. Yeah, we were. Uh, he was, was replaced. Is in the multiverse. Yeah, it was a uh, one of our uh, multiversal selves. Yes, we broke through Loki's containment there, and yeah. we're jumping and we're fighting off all of our deviants. For power now and control over the multiverse, so we're we're back. I'm actually Oblum Prime now. <laughs> so, Oblum Prime. Yeah. What is that? Not the name of the. You're op oh, oh, uh, Optimus. Austin. Austin. No, I'm Austin. I'm Austin now. It's Optimus um, Prime. I'm the Prime version of Austin. Is what I'm trying to say. Like, okay, Prime Universe. I lived here first. Uh, you guys eat f food? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, so we eat food with our mouths. You know, it's interesting because, you know, you humans, I mean, us humans, <laughs> <laughs> silly me, uh, you know, we live in such an interesting reality. You know, what is real anyway? What I could be saying could be true. You don't know. Of course I don't. But you could also be the one. Maybe you're destined to stop Oblong Prime. <laughs> <laughs> See, even they had computer hacker names. Yeah. See if if I had a computer, well, if you had a computer hacker name, what would it be? <laughs> that's a good that's a good Matrix related question because what we're talking about today, folks, is the Matrix trilogy, and what would my computer hacker name be? Uh, pro probably let let's be totally honest. My social media handle, which is Afrotastic, <laughs> or probably is so a Fro Bro Ninja. The Fro Bro Ninja. So that that's that's gonna be a a mouthful when they're they're. Trying to get you. Yeah, you can't see. <laughs> I can't even. Yeah, I can't Out of the matrix, it. there. You're yeah. trying to call it like, bro, bro, gotta take the left. Go around the right corridor. Jump through the window. Bad. Just fro, bro's not. Fro, bad. bro. You got obviously. You so it's not like straight up nineties. You know, cipher mouse tank. <laughs> <laughs> that's so cheesy, but it's so true. Like that. Well, that's yeah. That's the thing. Neo is a pretty cool. That, that that's a good way to do it. But Neo is what? That means Latin for uh, yeah. Neo is um, new. Oh, okay. So it's yeah. He's just the new guy. He's the new guy. <laughs> <laughs> he's the one. He's new. There's always he's, been one he's though evolved. because he's the evolution. The implication is that Jesus was one of the ones too, right? Like yeah, I, I well, that's what I got from this. Was almost like this also explains every religion. It's supposed to be like they all have happened. Because there's always been a one who has broken through the bounds, the, the bounds of reality. Of yeah, yeah. Broken through the matrix yeah. into the real world of the scorched earth. And the destructive planet. Yeah. So in case you haven't figured it out, <laughs> we've, uh, we've recently watched the matrix. Uh, all, actually, all four of them. It's including the Animatrix. You can't really say all four of them because a lot of people don't consider the Animatrix the fourth Matrix now that Resurrections is out. 
We haven't watched yeah, Resurrections. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just it's, it's, it's more of a short, but it's a short inter- interconnected. Like it's it completely is. interconnected. It's completely canon. So when you like, we haven't watched the new one, but it's it. All this kind of spun out of just talking about the movies again, and uh, it's uh, we have we've taken we took our break. We kind of been doing do that for quite a long time, but I mean. Life happens. We we both uh, graduated university. Yeah. Uh, we got our master's degree. We got jobs. Did it. So uh, this happened about a few weeks ago. We started sitting down. So you said you never watched The Matrix, so we watched The Matrix together. And then you were like, "I gotta watch all of them now." <laughs> well, well, let, let let me clarify. It wasn't that I hadn't watched The Matrix? It's just that I was so young when I watched them. I did not get. I didn't understand anything other than the action. Like, yeah, I yeah, saw yeah. a cool guy. I saw you know Keanu Reeves hitting. Hugo Weaving and the agents, and I was like, yeah, that's cool, but then I was like, I don't understand the story. Exactly. Now I got all the philosophical stuff, except in The Matrix Reloaded, which I did fall asleep through the last <laughs> half hour of, mainly because the architect is written so obtusely, yes. his, langu- his language is so, like, uh, opaque, or not, not opaque, sorry, the opposite of that, that it is uh, quite hard to follow and quite like brain numbingly that is to listen one to one of the hugest critiques about that movie is that scene and and, and I warned you I pre-warned did, you, you, did, did, you did. I, I, so I talked about we talked oh my god about it loaded with, it was crazy because it's just like it is a very cool series once you understand the whole philosophy right. when you understand the, the how they were making this movie the why they were making this movie right. um, the Wachowskis they this is this was their biggest film project mm. this was their I'm gonna show Hollywood high art science fiction and it it, it was done on the, in this blockbuster kind of way and it, and the thing is the writing wasn't terrible. I mean, I think it. No, I think no, it didn't age well. Like it just like you can really see it, but you have to appreciate it for what it was at the time. I mean, well, I definitely appreciate the film as a whole. I did, yeah. I will never, I will never appreciate. <laughs> it's not perfect. Everything. It's not you a know? perfect film in any any kind of capacity. It's no Avatar, which is actually, if you really watch that movie, it's it's almost a perfect film. You think? Trying to do the exact same thing that Wachowskis did in Avatar, like like basically a big budget blockbuster sci-fi that had these hard uh, philosophical kind of uh, scholarly implements in it. It's almost like the Eternals now. The Eternals was just like there was so much social context in that film. Right. Right. But anyway, I want to go back to the Matrix. Well, one day we're going to talk about the Eternals and hopefully maybe in an Avatar, but. If you look at those kind of like storytelling elements in that mm-hmm. in this series, they really they were really trying to do something like something big, something huge, and show the like it was it. You can almost look at it as a meta text as like filmmaking one hundred and one. Well, it is a meta text. The whole the, the whole idea of the series is meta, right? It's yeah. it's uh, you know you're literally the philosophy of of, of basically. We talk about, you know, with, like, all the way back to Rene Descartes, which is, you know, being a brain in a jar, you know, I think, therefore I am. Yeah. You know, I, uh, taking that concept and then really, uh, putting this post-apocalyptic spin on it, 
makes a lot of sense, and this is what I said to Clint watching the Animatrix, it's like, you know, it's depressingly scary and, and real, I think, watching the, the first segment. Um, and The origin yeah, of the Matrix basically. is like, it, yeah, it does def, that, it, that puts a lot of things into context, right after, right after how big the first Matrix got, way back in, what was it, 19... 1998. 1998, yeah. Holy shit. That is a long... That ages me. <laughs> it was like 14 when this came out. 99. It was 98 or 99. Let me let me doo-boo check for us so that we, you know, don't totally uh, get sued by the Wachowskis for being inaccurate. Yeah. We got um, computers in front of us. Yeah. We have things... We're going to have little computers in our side. In our side. That's good. We have little computers attached to our entire bodies that uh, implant 99, 99. Wi-Fi, 5Gs into our veins. Like... 99, yeah. So it was like 14, 15 when this uh, movie came out. So <laughs> that that puts a lot of things into context. But it was it's like, it is a very... It, it was huge at the time. And then uh, the Animatrix came afterward, afterwards, and they kind of taken that concept and really explaining that how humans were the ones that really caused this caused this <laughs> entire <laughs> entire thing. And it was this, and, but but it was also just this this cylindrical th duality that was that was being placed there. It was mm -hmm. it's good bad. What was good? What is bad? And it's taking that mind body idea that Doug Deckard had that idea of dualisms and saying how does that reflect humanity and and humanity struggles and how does that reflect in the next segment because like you know it is 1999 we are on the cusp of well it, like when we asked when these stories when this story was kind of I don't know exactly when the Bukowski's started flushing out these stories but the fact that this is the next millennium mm. AI is huge now because it's coming in. The internet is everywhere. We like it's 2022 now, and we have the internet in our pockets. We like things. Things have progressed. The information age progresses us, and that technology, how that the mind body affects that. So AI, the birth of AI, and how we treat things. Well, basically things we we treat uh, this creation that we made. These 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 big you know. New, new uh, I guess our own little children we are playing gods how we treat them huh. basically is how we treated any other minority on the the planet and he's any for our own struggle of power right well and that no, that's a huge parallel too um, but you reminded me of Cartesian dualism which is interesting that was something I'd forgotten about and then uh, I think I think this is the kind of the perfect time for the matrix resurrections but I also would argue that there was no need for reloaded or uh, the final one, Revolutions. Revolutions. There was no need for it? I think you could have actually just had the Matrix and the Animatrix and then suddenly had Matrix Resurrections and it would have been fine. Quite frankly... I don't know. We haven't seen Matrix Resurrections, so I don't well, yeah, know no, how they fair. tie to the, the other two. The thing, I don't know. I think I like it as a complete trilogy. I, I, I don't think you... I think they, they do have their rightful place, even though there there is some boring parts, because I do did I did like oh. the third one in, in its sense of its... how humanity needs to fight back, and that, that idea, like, uh, the whole Messiah, you know, um... You know, uh, what's the Messiah and, um... 
Oh, Jesus mm-hmm. narrative at the end. The whole, like, you know, the whole Messiah and self-sacrifice narrative yeah. at the end yeah. with Neo. I mean, that was important. That was a really cool scene because you got, like, looking at it from, like, a pers- any kind of perspective. It was a story perspective. That, that scene was kind of necessary because you have already, you know, you, you have this, this duality between Smith and Neo and uh, the, that natural progression of their characters becoming these these basic the decision that duality that kind of shatters everything but uh from a filmmaking perspective that in that end scene between the the neo and smith fight was just that's a that's that's movie making right there that's the, the way they did it the way they shot it and and the, and the way that they actually gave us uh like our first glimpses of like what cgi could do with superhero characters with especially like the whole you know superman scene like that was superman before it was superman no, exactly. I think uh, I don't disagree. I don't disagree. I just mean narratively. Narratively. I think narratively I you didn't need it, but also I, I I disagree with that completely. Because that is okay. I, that is okay. But I think like, it was not like it's a nice pro- natural progression of like how I, they escape the matrix. I'm happy we have the trilogy. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I'm happy we have the trilogy. It's there, you know, and it's it's, it's it is a technical marvel. It is a they're blockbuster films. I did enjoy the action a lot. Um, and I enjoyed a lot of the philosophical explorations too, you know, and kind of, uh, settings, you know, cause even that, that, that train station in, in three is really striking, you know, a it bit of imagery, right? And it like, is really striking. Um, there were a lot of moments like that throughout the, the whole trilogy. And I think, uh, you, you don't get that without the whole, the whole trilogy either, you know, and well, yeah. I like seeing the wrap up too. I liked, I liked the whole uh, travel to the machine city and sacrifices mm-hmm. himself arc. Um, but I, I enjoyed the, the war for Zion way more than, than that stuff. I it was, thought it was, yeah, it was pretty cool. I think that was a pretty it. interesting because it just did something completely different from the other two, where we were in the Matrix. And yes, it's a movie about the Matrix. You should you know highlight that make that part of the Matrix. But it's not like the Matrix wasn't in the third one. Well, no, it just but shows the more. At that point, had been taken over by all the Smiths. All the Smiths. So it was like, like really where the, re- the where the real story was back in Zion. And this last struggle for humanity, which actually happens over and over and over again every hundred years, this this big cycle, because it's just another product of control that the Matrix has. Like that's the whole point of the architect scenes. The explanation is just like another. It's another system of control. You don't stop the machines. Yeah, because that's when we get Neo's arc from. Like Neo's arc is basically him just figuring out purpose uh and how to purpose that drives and choice (laughs) purpose that (laughs) makes us purpose that binds us (laughs) oh my god so it's like purpose choice yeah and then control right like what is control like those are the big what are what what is your purpose what is humanity's purpose what is why are we given free will such as choice right. and um, what is control in a system of basically a panopticon <laughs> like what is control in this uh, in this in society and what that means to humanity because there's like you know there's this idea of just you know we have 
this hierarchies of power that mm. exerts control on top of us. We have our police control. We have our military infrastructure. But we also have self-control. And it shows... Me, me, me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Self-control. Oh, yeah, well, exactly, exactly. That's <clears throat> the thing, right? Yeah. Neo has to hone that to become the one, too. Or to be the one. He has to make choice. Exactly. And that was that was the big thing. The Oracle only told him... Only could help him go along. Well, it's not like she ever foresaw that he would become Kenshi and so... <laughs> <laughs> he had to go to the city. It's like... Yeah, I can see, she probably could see, and if you want to look at it from a multiversal point of view, I mean, she probably saw lots of different, Oh yeah, because yeah. you can't both see beyond choice, right? Even she can't see beyond her own choice. Her programming won't allow it. She can only see what yeah. she chooses to do. Right, right, and that's what she ultimately says to him, right? You know, it's like, I'm sorry to break it to you, kid, but, like, I don't even know what, <laughs> how this ends, really. Like, I mean, I kind of have, but, I mean... Could go either way. <laughs> He's like, that's not what I want. <laughs> it's about choice. Like yeah. he could, he could, he Neo could have just went back to Zion and said, no, I don't want a part of this. But he chose to stay because there's something ingrained within him that there's that courage, that fight, that fight to to live and survive and and to do good. You just won't die, Mister Anderson. <laughs> He's fighting. What is it, Mister Anderson? Like a that actually brings up a great point because uh, basically he comes back to life because Trinity like there's this there's so many levels to this this uh, movie franchise it definitely supports my theory that love and fear are two of the most powerful forces on yeah. the planet like they, they transcend everything she like the he's I mean even he's conflicted with the idea of like having to be the savior especially throughout the second one and third one okay. um but one thing that's consistent was Trinity and was this idea of like I fell in love with this woman and I want I just I'm doing this basically for her Which is and also for everybody. such a Christian like just saying that out loud, think about it. He fell in love with the Trinity. And then he became Jesus at the end of the entire trilogy. Wow. <laughs> I, wonder, I wonder if like the Christianity is you, ingrained. Oh, it's hugely it's ingrained. Uh, it's so like the Christian narrative, but they're they there overlapped. Too, they're over, overlapped with so many different kinds of religious. But there was See, there's karma. cultural karma was very much explained mm -hmm. in there with so the uh, with Hindi religions. Like there was this multiculturalism there. But the thing is, we're we can't just deny our own like to deny that Christianity is a thing because well, it's still ingrained within our social consciousness. And also, you know, you look at who's writing it, right? Two white trans well, yeah, transgendered humanos and it's like at the time I wonder if the Wachowskis had any sort of like I, I haven't watched enough interviews with them about the mm. Matrix to know for sure if they have a strong Christian background like, like not strong uh, I just mean like, I'm did, sure they, did they grow there. up in that kind of thing I mean we think but it's also I don't, did society. you grow up in that thing no, I grew up in that thing you know, there's not a lot of people that I yeah. don't know who has grown hasn't grown up with at I'm least have attended church or know something about yeah like or the entire encountered. I mean their entire like if you look at a lot of the narratives basically from the 50s on it's just and especially in our western culture it's there mm -hmm. ingrained that Christian narrative that 
That's you know, middle yeah. class homespun, going to church on Sunday. Well, it's considered the you know the, the Christianity was hand in hand with colonization, right? Yeah. So it's like it, it spread that way. So I mean, and it's not it's it's hard not to get get a, or at least look at that and recognize those symbolisms within our within our narratives because and within our film because they're just heavily ingrained within our culture. I guess what I'm really trying to get at is is it problematic, you know? It, are the ma- is is the matrix problematic in a sense for like is this a white savior narrative? Ultimately? Um there's probably an argument to be made for that. There is an argument to be made for that. Um, because also, think about it, Morpheus. That's crazy. Is like the guy <laughs> who just like kind of shepherds around, He's sacrifices <laughs> just to get Neo to the point that Neo can then sacrifice himself. Ouch. He's yep. kind of like the you know that second and makes a lot of sense. <laughs> but I uh, I think it. it I don't know, like, uh, yeah, yeah, at I the end, said, I, I, that is a pair of very popular. I wonder if they've reflected on that in the new one. And that, probably. Because that I'm pretty sure, like, I'm pretty sure that, that people have made this argument before, too. I mean, this movie's been out for such a long time, but it, it's, it, it is a product of its time as well. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah, like, you can definitely, like, it's like uh, me watching a movie back in 1989 looking at a black and white film, like, that's definitely, this is weird and dumb, and it's like, this is the product of a time period. I wouldn't exactly compare black and white to 1999. I mean, that's only within 25 years. It's not, that's not super Longer. Fine, 1970s. You can't. <laughs> 1970s would make be watching more Mash sense. and be like, I don't know what a Vietnam War is. <laughs> I don't know what a Vietnam War is. You know what it is. You just never experienced. <coughs> I'm a Canadian. I mean, I've heard of the Vietnam War back then. 1999 it wasn't a lot of information back then about things. There's there's enough about race and, uh, you know... Not when uh, I was 14 years old. Well, not for you, <laughs> but for the adults. Yes, like the that's movies, what I'm yes. trying to say, though. I'm not talking about everybody else. I'm talking oh, about yeah. me. Oh, yeah. No, no, that's fine. <laughs> I don't think it's problematic that you enjoyed The Matrix as a kid, and I don't think not, it's problematic for anybody to. A lot of people did. A lot of people that's enjoyed I mean. The Matrix. So, and I don't, I don't actually know. I was just positing a question. Huge you know. blockbuster... Uh, Blockbuster flick back in the day. Matrix was, Matrix was huge. It was on oh, top. Yeah, it was one of those big pop culture things. And, and, it, and the pop culture just still is. Shoot, uh, it just That's why it had to come back. It had to come back. This is that. This is the age. This is when everybody's like, if it's gonna come back, come back. There's gonna be a, an amazing Spider-Man three now. We got Halloween ends coming up on Halloween. Uh, why is there amazing Spider-Man three? No, I'm just kidding. I mean... Oh, yeah, uh, are you kidding? Good. <laughs> I was just kidding. I was just kidding. Because, honestly... No, I haven't no, even no, watched no. Amazing Spider-Man 2 yet. It was like, I don't, I, I, mostly because no one wants to watch it with me. I would have watched it with you. But I was like... <sighs> now we'll have to do one of those online watch parties. Yeah. But we'll have to do that for The Matrix Resurrections, too. Uh, so, you know... That's something we can do in the, in the future. That's what I mean. That'd be you cool. Know, that I mean... Be, we're we're, bring, we're bringing this back now, so we're bringing it back. We're we're bringing it down to basics. We're getting down to the dirt of the earth, and we're actually going to touch it just to make sure that we're actually in a real place and uh, <laughs> that reality is real. And uh, I'm going to zap myself a couple times every day just to make sure that, that this is all actually happening. Because uh, quite frankly, I could be in a in a big pink pod of goo yeah. made of other humans. Mind you, I, I, rem- I that was one piece of dialogue I did catch. 
It's made of protein from liquefied other humans. <laughs> <laughs> Which they're just feeding into you. Power them, because you're a human battery. Uh, so I'm just going to keep making sure that's not happening. And then, well, um, if it does happen, then I guess we're all fucked. <laughs> here's, okay, but here's another thing I thought. And this is semi-related to the Matrix, so I'm going to posit it to you, the audience, as well. If time travel is going to be invented, it already has been. Which means there is a possibility yeah. that we are living in a reality where all of us went back in time to when we were born and forgot who we were and are reliving the lives that we've already lived. Brain <laughs> 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 Ah, my fucking head. Okay, um... So I'm going to leave you with that. I don't know how to... I don't know what to say with that. <laughs> I'm okay with it, I guess. <laughs> I mean, you wouldn't be able to stop it. It's already happened, right? So it's happening? It's like your future self already screwed you over by deciding to... Because what basically happened is society became so obsessed with it as they do. I mean, look at how VR is slowly starting mm. to really pick up steam. It's going to become the thing. Everyone's going to have a VR headset in their house. And oh, big time. Big time. <laughs> and then eventually we're all just going to be in pods like this with VR headsets. <laughs> just going... <laughs> And then uh, <laughs> it's going to be time travel related, and we're going to start picking and choosing times, and then all of a sudden we're going to be like, you know what? I'm going all the way back to the beginning. And then for some reason, that's going to be like against the laws of time and space or something, or nature. And when you go back to that period and re-inhabit your body at the fetal stage, because your brain is not developed. You, you can't send... You know what I mean? Like yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, I think... I'm, I'm probably going to write about this realistically. I was just going to ask, because like, is this a story that you're writing? <laughs> but it was just a theory. It was just something I came up with the other day that really yeah. freaked me out. That's crazy. Yeah. So, if we're in the Matrix, folks, we're already living in it, and uh, unless you're Neo... You, yeah, you won't, you won't really know, unless you're intuitive. Then again, basically... Well, no, yeah, because Neo didn't free everybody. I don't know how that would work. Are they gonna? How do you? How, does, how do you process that? <laughs> Basically, he only saved Zion. He didn't save any other. He, uh, they're still gonna farm humans and breed them for their batteries outside of the walls of Zion. How is that? Yeah, a, but he and but, mm, but dude, well, yeah. There's peace, but I eat, well, like, this is all something that this is all questions that bug me about like the new movie. <laughs> <laughs> do they explain? Probably it's not. it's got it's all it's gotta have it's, well it definitely has its ties because in the in the trailer Neo looks at Trinity and he says like I do I know you and it's like yeah you do well <laughs> and in the most like the last trailer did the final trailer there is a shot of Neo in Zion talking to Niobe without a beard so he did shave at some point. <gasps> Or it's CGI, which would be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> well, time will tell on that one. Um, but until then, yeah. be well, be safe, and thank you for joining us again for the yeah. first time in a millennia. Uh, yeah. Well, we've broken through the multiverse, so we'll be back. And uh, well, we are back. And <laughs> we'll be back next, next week with some other kind of movie we haven't really figured out a track. But, you know, these are kind of the things that we want to get back at. And again, we're going to get back at it slowly. So stay tuned for more. Hi on Hollywood. Meow, meow, meow.